I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. We're best friends and professional homosexuals. Who like nothing more than to discuss the culture over a bottle of wine. In our heads, we have all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. Pour yourself a glass every Wednesday. Cheers! What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned that there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. <laughs> Enjoy. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> some gas bubble came up on and over me. Get some water. Still can about all that pool, and that's what it is. <laughs> Pull the lick to suck the liquids right out of me. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> All that porn just sucked the liquid right out of me. Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap! I'm Dustin, and with me for coupling is Tales of Point Horror Book Club's very own Shelly! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> the cool thank Coliseum you. for you. Oh, I, I thanks them. for Sorry. doing that. I feel honored. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having a fun time over here. Um, we just had a really fun chat about yes. the stuff that has to do with this episode, and well, I'll just go ahead and tell you. It's about porn. We talk a lot about porn in our, in our wow, Patreon. Wow. Yeah, you did join the Patreon. We we had a good 30-minute chat. Yes, that was a good... Woof, definitely. Sign up. <laughs> Sign up. It's $3, and the link is in the show notes. You're going to need to subscribe. We got like a backlog of like 25 <laughs> extras now. You can... Mm. For $3, I mean, you get a lot of stuff there. So, And uh, I'm going to start doing some giveaways and if you sign up for the Patreon, I'll be giving away T-shirts and other little merch things coming up soon. So sign up, sign up today. Yeah, sign up because those T-shirts you've done and those um, like little and things. Right now, actually. Oh yeah, you're wearing the giggle loop. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, the they're so thing. cool, Dustin. You've done such a good job. Did I show you the the other one, the one you inspired me for? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the, the it's amazing. Ones, so. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah, there's <laughs> coupling designs on uh, the thrift or not the thrift, the threadless shop and you can buy them in the uk shelly looked into yes, it you can and it's not just t-shirts you can actually get the design put on a cup or on a blanket or a notebook or a sticker or whatever you want to do so yeah. go through and look on there it's really cool and i designed them myself so oh, no. oh i think you need to clap yeah it's not copyrighted images <laughs> no you've done so brilliant on them they're brilliant thank you okay so yeah we're about halfway through the series of coupling now. First or series one of coupling. Yes. And so how are you liking this rewatch so far, Shelley? Oh, I'm loving the rewatch. I think it's just, it's funnier than what I remembered it to be. I always remember it being funnier, but it's actually maybe because I'm, older <clears throat> now, but it's, it feels funnier. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like when you watch something like, um, I don't know if you've seen office space. 
the movie Office Space. No, I've not seen Brooklyn that. It's one of those movies like that I saw that like a long time ago in my twenties, and I was like, "Oh, this is mm. funny," and ha ha ha, you know. But then when you work in an office, kind of like the yeah. Office in a way, yeah. But when you work, this is about like this guy gets mad, you know. Stuff he's <laughs> like, you totally get everything he's saying, and he gets like he decides he's going to be apathetic and just not do anything. You're like, "Yeah, that's what I want to do," <laughs> and you really start feeling it. It's it's better like you just understand yeah. it more. So. so yeah, it's when you've had some life experience, I guess, then you that you understand <laughs> why the characters are the way they are. So I'm really enjoying it, yeah. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this episode four entitled Inferno. <laughs> get into this raunchiness. Okay. <laughs> Previously on Coupling, Jeff taught us about the giggle loop. Jane's auntie died, and she tried to rope Steve into attending the funeral as her date. However, Susan was about to squash that noise, and through a series of misunderstandings and hijinks, all six of our single friends ended up at Jane's aunt's funeral, trying not to fall victim to the giggle loop, which Jane was not successful as she let her laughter rip through, stating, (laughs) you have to laugh. (laughs) <laughs> oh shaking my head jane <laughs> but you do have to laugh sometimes sometimes <laughs> now bum, ba, do, boop, ba, boop, ba. <laughs> inferno we open up on steve coming back home to find susan vacuuming in his flat <laughs> she stops and turns to say she got here early and thought she'd just tidy up i'm like okay all right yeah. Why does Susan have a key to Steve's flat already? Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. I mean, in the in the coupling timeline, how long have they been dating? Because things are moving by fast. Yeah, I think it's been a couple of months. I think. You think? I think but still, so. that's a little early, don't you think? Yeah, you get out of your key early. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. It's like my timeline of dating in my head, even though I've never really made it there yet. But this is how I see it, based on what I've viewed of other people. Is that you date about a year before you either exchange keys or you just move in with each other. At least a year. Mm. At least. And then maybe another year, maybe two years before you decide to get engaged to make sure that you're compatible. Because that first year is like a honeymoon phase. You got to get through Mm. a year or two. You might want to where your your niceties drop and you start really seeing that person or how they really are. And you decide whether then you want to get married. See That's now, not. now I think about it. I've always moved in quite quick with people, um, only because normally, or like in my younger years, especially, like I had my own place, um, so it was just a natural thing that then they would stay over, and then it it just leaves. So yeah, I'd say like probably the shortest. I've probably got someone to move got someone to move in like three months after three months I'd say but obviously that does not seem very long now I think about it but yeah should be maybe a bit longer you were young we'll just say that young and reckless (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. have to learn have to learn so yeah so Susan is cleaning Steve's flat and we immediately jump to the bar where Steve actually is having a little powwow with his new his friends Jeff and Patrick, yeah. and he's basically he's telling them about this whole situation, and he tells them it was a buttock clinching moment. <laughs> I put quotes around that. And yeah. Patrick, who has <laughs> a new haircut that we'll talk about in a minute, <laughs> says, "Excellent." Was she bending over or something? 
it's the way he delivers that line is just hilarious. He's on top of it. He's like, boom, yeah. oh, Straight. I'm on it. <laughs> right. Is he, was she going to give her something? Like, oh, and, you know, and Steve's just like, no, no, no. I'm talking about my own buttocks. And Patrick's like, oh, that's a basic mistake. Oh, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. It's like, yeah. So he really does have a donkey brain, too. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Steve clicks him again and says, no, I was experiencing fear. So I... So basically, he puckered his iris like that. His iris. <laughs> so I was trying to imagine at that point what he meant by that, because obviously my my thought is still on the buttocks. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like is this together, like, you know, pucker. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Jeff has to explain further. He tells Patrick to imagine a woman like his mother or his girlfriend tidying up his flat, and this doesn't phase him. And he says, yeah, probably. Um, like it's expected. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody's just going to be at my house cleaning my flat. I mean, that's how it says. Um, so they, he's like, no, no, no. Wait to clarify further. The woman wouldn't just be tidying, really. Imagine her going through your stuff. The back of your closet, maybe your video collection. And then that's where <laughs> Patrick like perks up and he goes, oh, that Iris. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, dear. we're so on the on the ball in this scene, Patrick. I was like, so when I was watching this, I was like, I guess the puckering is to prevent the metaphorical eft in the ass moment. Is that what that is? Like I, tightening I, it up? Like I oh. guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's she's dominating you in that way. She's in your business. She's all up. You know. Oh, <laughs> that's the way I can think about it. I don't know. Yeah. So Jeff turns the conversation to Patrick and asks about the new haircut. <laughs> And Patrick says, "Yeah, I got a bunch of business meetings, and I wanted to, I wanted that hard man look." <laughs> and that's where, like Jeff and Steve, they they kind of give a silent look to each other, and they go, "Isn't it a bit gay?" <laughs> I liked his haircut. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's kind of like a faux hawk in a way, but it's more pointy in the front. Yeah, it's like, like a you unicorn. Know, yeah, you know something about Mary when she puts the hair gel in quotes in her hair? It's a bit like that. It's kind of like that. It's yeah. really straight up. It's kind of, I don't know. It yeah. gives me like a Simpsons character vibe. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, he says, it's not a gay cut. This is a hard man's cut. I'm like, okay, Patrick. And then at, the, at another wine bar, it cuts mm. over to the three ladies sitting around over a glass of red and asks why, you know, why were you... Cl- they're asking Susan, why was she cleaning Steve's flat? And she says she suddenly had the impulse to tidy his flat. And Jane says, maybe tidying is true love. Oh. Like, eh, it's a bit fast for this relationship, yeah. but it's a nice sentiment. And Sally disagrees. She thinks true love is, quote, oral sex. <laughs> Good old Sally. <laughs> and like, I mean, if that were true, I'm just going to have to call myself a whore right now. <laughs> So many people. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. This has not happened for years, guys. <laughs> I'm not a whore. <laughs> now, in my or head I am. He, or is he? <laughs> in, in my head I am. And on vacations I am. So I'll be coming to your town soon. I know. That's too. All right. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so Susan says, when you're still doing it without preconditions. Yeah, you do 
you do oral sex without preconditions, she says, yeah. doesn't she? Yes. And Jane says, you perform oral sex without preconditions? <laughs> and the other two are like, of course. And then Jane's like, then how do you get anything done around the house? <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, is that a normal thing? Do people like, I mean, in general, like in this situation, women do only certain things in bed when like things are done for them around the house or... You could use it as a bargaining tool, I guess. I'll try it and let system. you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you kill that spider? Give me a little tickle. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so Susan tells Jane, you just get a man in, meaning a handyman or something. And Jane thinks, like, I've always understood, misunderstood that phrase. <laughs> She's such a dumbass floozy. Jane, oh dear. Like, and you can tell she's being like deadly serious. Like, she really did misunderstand. Like, oh, I've always misunderstood that. <laughs> so we cut back to Steve's flat. After you know, after he finds Susan there, he rushes to his bedroom and starts rummaging through the shelves under the bed and under the bed. And he's like throwing things left and right and making a mess. And I'm like, after all that work that Susan did. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that. He's like properly is ruining all the. I'm just tidying. <laughs> just throwing everything throwing everywhere. It out. <laughs> uh, so Susan interrupts him to let him know that she's taping something on his VCR. <laughs> that old phrase, taping something. Yeah. Because you can't that. say that now. You have to say recording. Yeah. Kids today just don't know that joy. Anyway. No. Uh, he says, no problem. And she says, don't worry. I found a blank tape. <laughs> And Steve stands up immediately, wondering where she found this blank tape. <laughs> and she then says she found it by the telly on the floor. I'm like, how messy are you? Why is your tape? Why are your tapes all over the floor? <laughs> I mean, it's not a big place, Steve. No. She starts to exit and then stops to say, "There was a tape in the machine, but I thought you'd probably want to keep it." And his face <laughs> just like, "Oh my gosh!" It's like he just his world stops. <laughs> Devastation! Like, oh no, horrible. <laughs> yeah. So back at the bar, Patrick asks if Steve knew for sure which tape it was. And yeah. Steve says he could, he doesn't keep track of all the tapes at his VCR at any given time. <laughs> yeah, I think he says, was it one of those tapes? <laughs> yeah. Was it one of those? And he's like, does the little puckering sound? Yeah. That sound, but no, he does make a puckering sound, doesn't he? He'll, so, yeah. <laughs> maybe he does. I don't know. But uh, Steve can't remember. He says, I don't keep a self-abuse log. I'm like, I don't like when they call it self-abuse. It's not abuse. Oh, if you were hurting afterwards, that'd be abuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is self-relief. <laughs> yeah. <that's> self-relief. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeff pipes up and says, well, neither do I. <laughs> and I'm like, no one was asking you, buddy. But for some reason, I think he probably does. Yes. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling. <laughs> Yeah, they, too. they look at him like, what? Okay. What? <laughs> so Steve turns back to Patrick and his new haircut and asks, what exactly Patrick asked for when he was getting it done? Like, what did you say to your hairdresser? And he says, I told him I wanted a hard man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we all do, Patrick. Yeah. I just think in, in those scenes with Patrick, he delivers the comedy. It's just excellent the way he delivers the lines. He's so like, funny. Just, He's yeah. good at being just completely oblivious. He's, yeah. he's great at that. <laughs> good on you, Ben Miles. Good on you. Yeah. So back at the girls, Jane and Sally warn Susan about messing with the man's VCR because you never know what you'll find. Mm. And Susan says, well, I found it. 
<laughs> and we flash back to Steve's flat, and he rushes back into the living room to see the tape sitting on top of the VCR as Susan packs up the vacuum cleaner. And the situation is awkward as hell. And okay, I'm now I got to tell you about what happened when my mom found gay porn in the VCR when oh, I was 16 or 17. Okay. <laughs> so I'd never seen one before and I'd seen like, I, you know, I shared, I had seen one in high school, a straight porn yeah. before in high school, yeah. but I'd never seen a gay one. And I just recently made gay friends at the time. And, and I had mentioned this to somebody, they're talking about porn. And I said, Oh, I've never seen a gay porn. I'm like what? So he let me borrow one. It was called stranded. Okay. And it was like two sets of boyfriends and, um, two of the guys hate each other of the opposite, you know, and, yeah. uh, and then they somehow their car breaks down in the woods and they end up at this cabin. It's always in a Aww. cabin. And so, yeah, they have, they have the mechanic that's fixing the car. They, the two that hate each other end up, hate, you know, it's really bad. And of course I was 16 or 17 and, and we had a big screen TV. <laughs> and I was home alone a lot. So I'm watching it on the big screen. Right. So I put in the VCR. <laughs> You know, and had a little dust in time, you know, and, and I guess I forgot that I left it in the VCR. Oh, no. <laughs> it was dead in the middle of like intercourse, like oh scene. My God. And my mom found it and um, I just forgot about it. And I, days later, maybe a few days later, I was hanging out with my friends and I was like, hey, mom, I want to go do this. Is that okay? She was, yeah, you can't. Um, And she told my friend, can you wait out in the car for him? please. And I went, okay. And I, my immediately, like my stomach dropped. Right. And I went, Oh no. You had to feel in that it was, I was like, I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was bad. Yeah. Her face was like, this is not good. And so immediately like the, the redness went into my face, the blushing. I do that when I'm in trouble, my face just blushes. Same. Mine does the same. I cannot control it. I'm like, oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. And like, I know what I look like. You can just feel it burning, can't you? Burn. I mean, I feel it right now talking about it. I think, (laughs) I mean, anyway, she's like, I said, what's wrong, mom? What's going on? She just, and as soon as that door closed, she goes, I have never been so disgusted in my entire life. How could you bring that into my house? And like, I went, and I was like, I was so like, just, oh, yeah. And then, so I did with the class, I did a classic trying to flip it around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you love me anymore? <laughs> I had to because I was like, man, I had, she was like, oh, don't pull that shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, you did what Steve does coming up in this episode. <laughs> I mean, you have to. You have to. You, you got to get yourself out of it somehow. That's the first thing you can think of. Like talk, make yourself the victim. Make Love you. The victim, right. So yeah. So that's what happened when. Oh. Oh, but oh, the thing was, and I was like, she. I couldn't find it. I didn't know where she put it. It was gone. I was like, oh my god, she's hiding this from me, so she can like use it against me later on or something. <laughs> and eventually, I did find it. It was like under the couch, but pushed back toward the wall. Oh. I happened to look back there. I, I dropped something and I lifted up the little skirt of the little bottom of the couch and I looked and I was like, oh my God. And so I reached back and I go, oh my God. So I was like, she's not going to use this against me. So I just started ripping the tape out. And I, up and I threw it away. And then I told my friend, I'm sorry, my mom took your tape. I, I can't get it back. That's oh, all. I was going to say, that. did you get it back? <laughs> no, I didn't give it back to him. And I was like, oh, well. Oh, yeah. oh I, I actually looked for that specific porn to make sure I remember it the way it was. 
it's really bad. It was really bad. Oh, but, but I wonder if your mom like looked knew that you'd found it under the settee, under the couch, and like was like, "What's he done with that?" And then <laughs> she say that you shouldn't have had that I had that I shouldn't have had. Yeah, no. Oh, oh uh, I love yeah. that story, Dustin. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> So anyway, so, you know, there's the tape and Steve sees it on the top of the VCR and, you know, Susan's all nonchalant and Steve just saunters over to the <laughs> tape and, and at the bar, Jeff and Patrick are like, was it porn? Was it? <laughs> was Basically. It? And of course it was. And Jeff's like, which one? And then Steve just glares at him and Jeff goes, not. And Steve goes, Inferno. Inferno. Uh, the episode title, it can't be good. <laughs> So Jeff starts to freak out, but Patrick says, as long as she hasn't watched it, you can't tell anything from the title Inferno. That's so true. But Steve's like, no, 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 that wasn't the full title. And Patrick's like, well, how bad could it be? And Sally completes that thought when she recites the name. Not, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So Susan has just said it to Sally and it yeah. cuts to her. And yeah. Sally says it back. She goes, lesbian spank Inferno. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. First of all, how hot are these lesbians? <laughs> I'm imagining fire. I'm imagining... What is it an inferno? I have so many questions, right? Mm, imagining like an emergency situation. <laughs> <laughs> inferno. Yeah. So like, yeah. Was the spanking so hot that it didn't create fire? Like, you know, yeah. sparks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Got lots of questions. <laughs> So Steve tells the guys he wasn't sure if she saw the title or not, and if she thinks he is some sort of like masturbating pervert, <laughs> which the guys say, and I agree that, well, we all are. <laughs> it's true. Sorry, guys. I mean, I guarantee you want someone who masturbates in your corner. Like, they have <clears throat> literally in the corner. <laughs> they have a clearer head, so to speak. So think of that scene of, like you said, there's something about Mary. So you learn, like, that's probably what you should do yeah. before you go on a date. It mm-hmm. makes your, like, horniness go down and you're actually going to want to listen to the person more. At least, does, at least for a guy. Does that work, though? Is that true? Does it work? I think it helps a little bit. Oh. I mean, it could, if you're one of these people who could go for several rounds, you might have to do it for a while to yeah. make sure, you know, but. <laughs> I mean, obviously people are sex addicts and it's probably not going to work, but hmm. that's just how it is. Yeah. Anyway, so at the flat, Steve hides the video behind his back and tries to change the subject while Susan's, like, there. And, like, how are you? And she's like, fine. How are you? (laughs) And he says, great. How are you? And she just kind of looks at him. He just asked me that twice. Yeah. And he stumbles around and says, uh, uh, and you can tell he doesn't know what to say. And so she just bursts out with, no, he's he's trying to figure out what to say. And he looks at her, uh, uh. And she's just looking at him. <laughs> yeah. like, like those are huge hers, you know? Like just taking his soul in as he's standing there. <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, I love you. <laughs> he did a Dustin. Like, oh my <laughs> <Wow>. God. <laughs> and I'm, on this rewatch, I'm just mad. I'm like, just grow up, Steve. Talk to your girlfriend about the porn. Yeah. My God. Like, just that, like, he is a bit frustrating, Steve. Sometimes. Yeah, and it's like, it's kind of like like I brought it before like um another time when they did those old taboo things like oh guys you know have to go get their girlfriend tampons from yeah. the, the supermarket that's so 
overused and you're like, why? Why are yeah. people so embarrassed? It's obviously not for you. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, exactly. God, they made such a stigma around it and it yeah. makes me so mad. But anyway, um, Susan tells the girls that she doesn't know if he knows that she saw the tape. And poor Jane is devastated. And she's like, he told you he loved you? <laughs> to Susan. And she's like, no, 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 no. Guys just say that to like when there's a long gap in conversation. <laughs> to fill the gap. <laughs> I mean, insecure guys, yeah, but you know. Yeah, ride the pause, I think she says. <laughs> exactly. She says, guys hate silence because it makes them feel guilty. And explains like, you pause for a second and they ask, what's wrong? And then two seconds, um, they say, are you on your period? And the three <laughs> seconds, they're like, they love you. And Jane says, she went out with Steve for five years and they, he never said he loved her. I'm like, five years? <laughs> oh, but it could be Jane exaggerating that because I mean, we know what Jane's like and it was on and off. I mean, at, at the very least, wow, yeah. at the very least, a year in, if you're going to stay with somebody, you're probably going to tell them you love mm. them at some point, right? I mean, that's yeah. just kind of. Yeah, dickhead. <laughs> he really yeah. is. I don't like him as much as this go around, but <laughs> I really don't. I mean, do you think that too? Do you think probably at least a year you probably would yeah, have said it by then? I would definitely say, yeah. And and I'm surprised Jane hadn't said it either. You or, know what? Though I guarantee she probably did, and he's probably like, mm, did. thank mm, you like, or something. Yeah, yeah. Awkward pause. Sorry, my stomach just rumbled for no reason. <laughs> yeah, like, like that. <laughs> like an awkward pause. Didn't like the awkward pause. Yeah. So yeah, Jane's like, I can't believe you've only been together for two months, and I'm like, oh, I mean, say what's well, been two months? You've been only oh, there for two months. That's where I got that from. Yeah. The key to the apartment. What are you, stupid, Steve? <laughs> it's clear he is. He's stupid. But anyway. Yeah. Patrick is disappointed in Steve for saying I love you so soon, especially when she wasn't even naked. <laughs> and Steve tells him, well, that's not the point. He's worried about if Susan saw the tape or not. And what was she thinking? And Patrick's like, unironically says, are you worried that she'll think you're a lesbian? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Maybe so dumb. And then in true Jeff fashion, Yes, we love it. Of course, of mm. course. Like, you know, Mr. Ed, of course, of course. Anyway. <laughs> he goes, of course, uh, to talk about how great it would be to be a lesbian. Wouldn't it be great being a lesbian, he says. Yeah. Mm. Mm, wouldn't it be, you know. He really puts some thought into it as well. <laughs> That's all he does. He's like, all the advantages of being a man with the less embarrassing <laughs> genitalia. <laughs> And I'm in the minority here. Like, I know everybody's like, no, God, you need to tell he's gross and gross. I mean, I find it aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. You know, everybody's different. And, you know, I'm not saying everybody has great looking boobs either. You know, no. not has great looking lower parts. But, yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, I'm attracted to it for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Everyone's unique. Exactly. You know. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when there's grooming involved. That's also helpful. Oh. <laughs> groom. Groom yes. people. Groom down there. Get a weed whacker. Get that stuff. A weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clean it dear. up. Yeah. So Jeff continues that every time you have sex, there are four breasts, two guest breasts, and then a two you can take home afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the way he delivers it. It's kind of like cupping his hand as well. Like he's like really thought about it. And like honking them too. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> he says he says it's bloody brilliant. I'm yeah. Like, well, it's not really. It's okay. <laughs> Patrick says he likes lesbian films because it's nice to know there are attractive women out there who can't find a boyfriend. Oh, what? Patrick. That's yeah. not okay. All right. No. Steve corrects him that they are lesbians, and then he says, oh, that Patrick has the sexual politics of a Viking. Yeah, and then I think, doesn't he say, so Patrick then says, I bet I can pull a lesbian, or is that a bit later on, I think? No, he says that. He yeah, said, yeah. Jeff's like, yeah, Patrick could, could pull lesbians. He'd confuse them with his haircut. <laughs> oh. I, like, when I was looking at this, I was like, oh, you know what? Patrick's hair does look like a very stereotypical butch lesbian. Uh, I liked his haircut. I'm just saying, though, that it does look like, especially like, especially now. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think it suits him. I'm a gay man, and so I go to, I've been to gay bars, and I haven't been going lately, but I've been there, and I noticed, like, so at that time, like, we were talking about the faux hawk, right? Yeah, so yeah. It was kind of coming into style in the early 2000s. Yeah. When it went out of style, I started noticing lesbians started taking that style oh okay it's so weird I, I see a lot of trends that like the guys have and then like it goes into the lesbian territory after it's gone from the guys oh <laughs> interesting that's okay. that's the thing that i've noticed it's not a stereotype amongst all lesbians no, I... but something i've noticed personally so mm. i thought it was interesting but yeah he <laughs> <laughs> confused me with his haircut i <laughs> uh, love it so <laughs> to the ladies susan says the conversation had a few more gaps so she did the quote girly thing now we're back in the flat and like she's telling Steve that they should host a dinner party. Uh, yeah. And he says, fine. But she adds, but not the usual crowd. Let's get some new people in. <laughs> Cut to, she confirms that Sally and Jane are definitely coming to the dinner yeah. party. I'm like, it's always the case. Yeah. And it's, you know, but that's in tr- real life. That is always the case. You always tend to invite the same people over and over <laughs> to the same things over yeah, and over. You do, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. harder to like meet new people, to, and it feels weird inviting strangers over nowadays. Yes, like come get yeah. to know me in my personal space. It's, yeah, you know, it's a bit weird. <laughs> you know, don't sit there, but only drink out of this cup. You know, <laughs> I hate when you go to something like that and they're like particular about everything. Like, oh, is this like, yeah. a casual thing or not? Anyway, <laughs> so Steve also confirms that Jeff and Patrick will be coming there too because yeah. why not? Yeah. Next, we see Jane in what appears to be a therapy session complaining about her relationship <laughs> with Steve and how he didn't say I love you, but told Susan early on. And her therapist looks either bored bored or annoyed or both. I was trying to say yeah. annoyed or something. Ben- like the same. Annoyed. Annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> She's like concerned with, you know, with how, like, how does this look to other people? Mm. And I'm like, I don't think they care, Jane. <laughs> No, but it does show that it hurt her feelings. I thought that was yeah. quite sweet that it, no, not sweet that it hurt her feelings, but that, you know, deep down, like she really does care, but maybe, yeah. maybe for the wrong reasons. But yeah, it's all narcissist. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the therapist has two points to make. One, they agreed two months prior to end Jane's therapy since it was going nowhere. <laughs> Dummy Jane says, oh, I thought that was just an exercise for, like, for me to cope with rejection. <laughs> Boy. Oh, dear. The therapist's like, no, that was just rejection. Thanks. <laughs> damn. I mean, your therapist, damn. That's, like, harsh. <laughs> the therapist is supposed to deal with the more wackadoo people, right? Like, you can't handle her, dang. You know. 
So then the therapist scolds Jane for barging in and talking about herself for 20 minutes straight when she's supposed to be seeing Mr. and Mrs. Tyler about their marriage troubles. <laughs> and Jane goes, who? And the therapist just kind of nods her head to the couch next to her where Mr. and Mrs. Tyler is sitting in silence <laughs> awaiting their session. They're just kind of sitting there thinking, looking like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> How can you be that self-absorbed like, <laughs> and not notice that are people in the room? Oh, dear. There's like four of you. That's, she frustrates the hell out of me sometimes. Like I feel like my that's that part is coming out of me. My mom right there. She would be so mad at Jade. So mad. She's like, she so just pisses mad. me off. I know exactly what she would say. But yeah. Man. Is this number two point that he, she was trying to make? I don't know. Anyway. So as she's walking Jane out, the therapist says Jane needs a new shrink. But Jane pushes back that she's she has that dinner party with Steve and Susan and she needs help. So the therapist insists, well, you get someone else's help. And Jane looks at like some vegetarian posters on the wall and says, if you like animals, don't eat them. And starts to talk about them like, oh, I love animals. And the, the therapist's like, no, 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 no. Don't deflect. Don't. We're not doing no, this. No, this is your fear of rejection. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to evade this situation. And then Jane's like, evasion, you say? That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's another tactic, you know. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's very that good. Dumb. She knows what she's doing. She just yeah. and plays dumb. That's what it is. Yeah. Jane asks if this is all personal and the person and the therapist says, of course it isn't. Oh, don't open that door, woman. <laughs> it's personal. You should have said yes, it's personal. Yeah. yeah. So Jane then says, Well, then we can be friends. And I really <laughs> need a friendly help at this dinner party. I'm like, this poor woman just can't get away from her. Oh dear. So anyway, but the therapist calls her out on this and says, what you're doing is passive aggressive manipulation and it won't work on me because I'm a professional. Famous <laughs> last words. Yeah. And we cut to Steve opening his front door to find Jane and her annoyed therapist arriving for the dinner party. <laughs> so I want to know what she said to get, get her to come to the dinner party. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone until you come to this dinner party. That's probably what she said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. She announces she's brought her friend, Jill, and they enter. I'm like, oh, Jill is in for a wild night. Yes. So Steve hurries to the kitchen where Susan is cooking and Jeff is playing a computer game. Yeah. Like a full-on PC is on the kitchen table. Yeah, it's weird because it's a PC, but um, I think He Susan says it's a PlayStation. Yeah, Susan references it a PlayStation. I was like, wait, that doesn't look like a PlayStation. I mean, dude, the people, you know what, though? The people at the time were oldies who probably didn't understand what a PlayStation was. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Stephen Moffat's like, yeah, that's, video games aren't my thing. PlayStation. Don't write them in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't write them in. I don't, yeah. I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, Steve tells Susan Jane brought a woman with her, and Susan says they weren't supposed to bring people, but, you know, at least it's not a date. And Steve corrects her that, well, Jane swings both ways, so it could be a date. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jeff has been slowly turning his head to eavesdrop on this <laughs> lesbian talk that's happening. <laughs> and Steve and Susan turn back and like, PlayStation! <laughs> Scolding a it's child. so casually how he does it, though. You just see it in the background, don't you? Just slowly, slowly at the, the, the sort of lesbians. Yeah. Mm. I'm thinking maybe the PlayStation can be hooked up to the – just be hooked up to a computer monitor. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to convince ourselves of that. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff says, a lesbo couple, eh? 
And then he does like that horny tongue flick thing he does. Yeah. It's, it's really freaking creepy when you really pay yeah. attention. You're yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Yeah. You're cute sometimes, Jeff, but then you do this stuff and you're like, stop. Creepy. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. So Susan says that they better kill Jeff if they want less embarrassment around. <laughs> um, I mean, if he was in my friend group, I wouldn't have invited him to the nice dinner party. But... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Steve tells Jeff. You know, this is real life, not some sordid lesbian fantasy. And Susan casually says, oh, you better hide your videos. And then she kind of like, she's not looking at Steve at this point. She kind of like realizes what she says. She caught herself and she's like, oh, no. You better hide your videos. (laughs) No, it's priceless on her face. Like her her huge eyes got like even wider. Yeah. Man, it looks like she could see in the dark. Yeah. That's how big her eyes are. Big eyes. So <laughs> I literally thought they were going to pop out of her head. Yeah. And the guys are all cringing. It's fun all around. <laughs> so uh, Steve leaves saying he's getting the drinks and he goes into the living room to find Jill by herself. She says, Jane's in the loo. And Steve says, oh, good. And he starts small talk. So you're Jane's friend. And Jill says, well, if friend is the right word. <laughs> and you're like i love a miscommunication in a sitcom yeah it's very like neil simon yeah like a neil simon play or whatever and this scene they do it so well with the miscommunication like yeah it, they do he thinks she's so a lesbian good. and but she's the therapist yeah i love yeah. it so she seems to catch on saying you realize i'm her and steve cuts her off oh yeah 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 i know <laughs> and jill says that's interesting that she mentioned me and Steve says, well, you're not, not you specifically, but we assume she was seeing someone. <laughs> and Jill agrees and says, well, you'd assume that with Jane, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, God. And Steve agrees and says, yeah, Jane's very attractive. And Jill's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't she say as well, oh, we've talked about you a lot or oh, something? Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> I was like, she goes, like, are you embarrassed because we've obviously talked about you a lot? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And she clarifies that, you know, it was nothing bad. And he's like, well, you know, so, okay. And then he asks, you know, so how long have you two been? And she interrupts and she was having sessions. <laughs> it's just, that's just so brilliant. The timing is like excellent. How, lo- how long have you been having sessions? <laughs> Oh well, yes. Could you imagine what that's what you called it? Like any like you know and then, you just then, imagine. And then she goes I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and say it in like a posh English accent. She goes okay, I'll start it with Steve. I'll start with Steve. Yeah, go on. So how long have you two been having sessions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you're calling it, sure. <laughs> I mean, that's all, that's all you can say. Like, whatever. Uh, like, Steve's quite taken aback, isn't it? And then doesn't she say, like, she comes once a week whether I want her to or not? No. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, Jane. And I'm like, damn. You know, Steve is probably thinking about, like, how skilled Jill must be in the sack. Like, oh, my God, really? Whether I-, I want her to or not. Like, that's what I mean. That just goes into his inadequacies, like, you know, the fears that he had from, like, episode two as well. Because yeah. he, whether he wants somebody ever, it never happens. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> so he's, like, astonished. Like, like wow. Like, it's, 
And then he goes, really? How does that work? He's like, once a week, no matter what I do. <laughs> and Steve's like, well, that's quite unusual, isn't it? And then Jill asks, like, well, th- if Jane did something similar with him when they were dating. And he's like, not on a strictly weekly, <laughs> strictly weekly basis. <laughs> it really does feel Neil Simon. Yeah. Um, so Jill, I just love misunderstandings. Yeah. In these I love it when it happens in real life and I can yeah. watch it happen. It's great. It's brilliant. And uh, and then you all have a laugh afterwards when you figure it out. You know, it's great. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to tell you one real quick. So this is not, this is one of those, I hate, I like to tell this story, even though I think it's one of those you had to be there stories. Yeah. Um, when I was, I want to say 13 or 14, we went to Pennsylvania to see my mom's family for Thanksgiving one year. Yeah. And we, okay, so this is a different time. People, you know, made jokes about people's nationalities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it was, you know, so they would tell Polish jokes, right? And just, it was kind of yeah. like dumb blonde jokes, but they're about Polish people. It was bad. Yeah. But, and I was 13, you know, and uh, I was, you know, they told a bunch of Polish jokes. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and we laughed about it. And whatever. And so later on, I don't know why I decided to look through the phone book for no reason. I was bored. Oh. <laughs> I was. We had a phone book back then, you know. Yeah. And uh, my mom and my aunt were sitting over off of the counter, and they're talking and laughing, and you know, just visiting. And I'm just bored, flipping through pages, and I found a uh, a uh, the piece. I was in the piece section. Yeah. And I'm like, I. I they, she had mentioned something about Polish people's names ended in I. I don't yeah. know why, but she did. <laughs> and so I'm going to hear, oh, Polinski, Polakowski. I'm like, oh. And then I saw the name. Somebody's last name was actually Polish. Like, literally, it was P-O-L-I-S-H, yeah. Polish. Oh. And I went, I know. And I went, oh, Polish. Yeah. <laughs> so she heard was me going, Polinski, Polakowski. Oh, Polish. Yeah. And she says to me, hey, you know, that's only Polish, but it's in an I. What's an N then? And I go, <laughs> H. And it was so stupid that it was like, because she didn't know what I was talking about. And it was, <laughs> that's why it's one of those that you had to be their story. But you get what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, sort of miscommunication. like miscommunication. <laughs> I'm over here, you know, and she thinks I'm talking about Polinsky or whatever. And I'm over here talking about the little name Polish. But. <laughs> oh, look that. Oh, we love a misunderstanding. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Jill apologizes. You know, I'm sorry if I'm making you nervous, Steve. And he said, I'm not. I'm like, liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. And she then says, like, what she does make people nervous in, you know, social context, particularly men. And he says, well, speaking as a man, I think you've got the right idea. You've got the best of both worlds. And Jill's like, meaning what? And he's like, well, I mean, you've got four breasts. (laughs) (laughs) But it's her face at that point. She just feels a bit inadequate. (laughs) She's looking down at her chest like, uh, uh, what? Like, how how unflattering is my blouse, right? Yeah. (laughs) I think it makes you look like you have extra boobs, but, you know. Uh He tries to clarify. No, no, no. I don't mean you have literally four breasts at the moment, but you're like, you know, you're get more when you're excited <laughs> and she goes you think i develop extra breasts when i'm excited 
I mean, how weird would that be? Yes. Do like, here's a question I have for you, or maybe just the audience in general. Like, I would love you to answer me on social. (laughs) Um, Stereotypically, straight guys often have these, quote, three or more breast fantasies. Mm. You know, the nerdy ones, anyway. Do, like, do we really want more boobs, or is it just the taboo? I don't, personally, I don't want more boobs. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> They're getting my nerves as is. But, um, I don't know. It's a man thing, I think. Ooh, but there's no. the thing. I don't want two dicks on a guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, or extra pecs. I mean, so is like, weird? Yeah, so if a woman did have, like, three breasts, like, would that... Would, you know, a man or another woman like that? I'm not sure. I think I would be a bit, like... I've only it would got look two, weird. I've only got two hands. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I be mean, like, is it, they're, two, they're extra, yeah. is it two hands and one for my my mouth? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just hold these here. Yeah. Right, take them one. yeah. And then you kind of do this. Switch yeah. off over here. Yeah. And, yeah swap yeah. the hands out. Actually, yeah, it might be convenient. I mean, nice. but if you're a baby, you have extra milk. But Well, yeah. I just think it's weird. I don't know. I'm like, why would you want extra I don't. I, guess it, I think it's the taboo of it all. Like, oh, you know, it's weird, but it's not bad weird. It's just an extra mm. boob. It's not like yeah. something that can hurt you. But yeah, and some and some men and women are like more bums than breasts. So would they want an extra buttock? No, that would be weird too. Like, both of them in the butthole. <laughs> oh God, the logistics. I'm getting like I mean, I'm getting human centipede vibes here. <laughs> Guys, just stick with the, the sets that we have. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tell us what do you think. Is that first for nerd boys, everybody? Let us know. What do you think about that? Mm. Meanwhile, Steve says he doesn't so much, you know, you don't so much develop extra breasts as acquire them. And she's like confused as hell about what he's talking about. Yeah. And he apologizes that he's been totally sidetracked by the complete irrelevance of your breasts. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up, Steve. My God. She's over here folding her arms over her chest. Like, she's Very so insecure. Conscious. Yeah. And Steve's like, what he, like, he sees what he's done. And he tries to, like, cover by saying her breasts aren't irrelevant. And she's only got, like, she's like, I've, you've only got two for sure. But, you know, unless you're some sort of cow. Um, but an attractive <laughs> prize winning cow. I'm like, Steve, for the love of God, just, shut your face. Just up, Steve. <laughs> my God. Doesn't know when to stop. Just like, you know what? Just don't listen to me and walk away. That's all you yeah. do. Yeah. He continues down the spiral saying that she's not a cow, but a person. However, she'd be a prize winning person if he had a cattle market for women. Dude, <laughs> leave the room. Just making it worse. Leave the room, Steve. Mm. Thankfully, Jane enters to prevent any more of the painstaking conversation from continuing. She tells Steve to remind Susan that she and Jill are vegetarian. And Jill says, you're not a vegetarian. But Jane says, well, I'm bi-vegetarian. <laughs> bi-vegetarian. Oh, God. <laughs> and Jill says, that doesn't exist. And Jane's like, okay, I'm an emotional vegetarian. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> and she says, I know a lot of vegetarians, and we tend to like the same films. I'm like, What? <laughs> It's like a proper Jainism. <laughs> you, you just look around. You're like, am I? Am I on drugs watching this? Like, okay, man, what? Oh, I don't get it. Yeah. So Jill says you could never finish your greens, and you can suck a whole pig through a straw. <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of a nice burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did well there, Jill. She did. 
And Jane says she's not exclusively vegetarian because for her, it means saying yes to things, even meat. I'm like, what? <laughs> she's basically saying she she doesn't want, she wants to eat meat at that dinner table. She wants to be labeled vegetarian, but allowed to eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> You're an omnivore, sweetie. That's what humans are. We're omnivores. That's, anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Jill says, that's not a thing. And Steve excuses himself to tell Susan about the vegetable stuff. And Jill cannot believe Jane talked to her into this dinner party. <laughs> and Jane says, um, it's because they're friends now, remember? And Jill's like, vividly. <laughs> so Steve enters the kitchen to tell Susan that Jane and Jill are vegetarians and they are fighting. He didn't know what they did. No. I'm like, what? You are a self-centered jerk. Like, yeah. So do you think only people, like I'm asking Steve, like the hypothetical Steve, does he mm. think only like straight romantic relationships fight? He that's, didn't realize that they, that's they fought. That's the impression he gave me. And I just put it down to, oh, Steve, rolly eyes. Because, the, it, yeah. If you can <laughs> fight with your friend, you can fight with anybody. Yeah. Like, where are you exactly. at? Man, I suppose. So in Steve's world, in his fantasies, because he, he does live in a bit of a fantasy world, Steve, doesn't he? Like, perhaps they don't fight. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, they're too perfect. Women are perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. no, they get some women together. And even, like, gay men, too. Like, we get catty and we get fighty. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that can happen. It's, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know they did that. Make your head out of your ass. And Susan says she hopes that their fighting doesn't get out of hand as they don't want it to turn into some vegetarian spank inferno. <laughs> I did like that. I thought, yes, Susan, yes. And then it's Mic quite, drop. Yeah, it's quite clear that Jeff has been spilling the beans about this, like, porn, <laughs> isn't it? Some vegetarian spank inferno. Well, no, she saw the tape. She saw the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes over to angrily cut up some carrots and says, so you're discussing your little habit with your little pal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, tread lightly. Tread lightly, my friend. Mm -hmm. He sarcastically thanks Jeff and walks over to Susan, who is quietly and angrily cutting the carrots and says, is something wrong? And she just replies, apparently. Apparently. She always does that, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and he says, you always say apparently when you're angry about something. Two months. <laughs> two months she two months have... how do you know each other this well <laughs> she must have said apparently very much to steve because he's so frustrating <laughs> i know why are you still with him if he makes you this angry in two months yeah all the time anyway and, and for, enough for him to say always you always say this like i don't know mm, it seems weird yeah to me. yeah she says well that's a useful clue and he says is this about the tape you've known about the tape for a week and she snapped back, everyone's know about the tape. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it's her passive aggressive way of saying something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The doorbell rings and Jeff springs up to get the door. Like, yeah. Into uh, you know, I'm getting out of this awkward display. Yeah. So Steve says, Does Jeff know like does him knowing really make a difference? And she says, Let me put it this way. I pride myself on my cooking. And he's confused. And she continues the metaphor. If you feel the need to nip out for a sandwich between courses, I'd be obliged if you didn't advertise the fact. <laughs> yeah. She is right. Uh, to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, if you're bragging about it, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we don't really... Thing. So, yeah. If he's actually just talking about it and talking about it talking about it. Yeah. One thing. But 
I can see where she's coming from, but I mean, yeah. guys are gonna are gonna guys are gonna talk, yeah. And there's sometimes things come up; they are relevant, and you want to share about it with another yeah, guy. That's true. So, like you know, it has nothing to do with how much you get some nookie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or how good it is. You know, it's just <laughs> it's just talk with friends. Yeah, it's the that's nature true. of the beast. Yeah. Anyway, so she asks, does anyone besides Jeff know? And he says, of course not. And I'm like, oh, someone's pants are burning. And Jeff enters with Patrick and Sally and tells Patrick that Jane has a girlfriend. And Patrick instantly turns to Steve and says, better hide your videos. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) This is why we don't lie, Steve. In Susan's face, she's like. (gasps) She just like storms out and Steve says, thanks, Patrick. (laughs) Causing Patrick to ask what he did. And Sally says, you just told Susan you know about the tape. Causing Steve to walk back in and says, wait, you know about the tape? To Sally. <laughs> and Susan re-enters to scold Sally for telling that she knew about the tape. <laughs> so back in the living room, Jill is going off on Jane about with one of the best lines ever. <laughs> I love how this opens up. A vegetarian is someone who does not eat meat, you insane bitch. <laughs> I mean, even therapists have their limits. Come on. Yeah, she's like pushed her to to the the point of no return. I feel. <laughs> Jane's like, I never heard of this, and I get enough of that language during our sessions. <laughs> like you call her an insane bitch. Like, come on. Oh dear. S- Susan enters with Steve in tow. The lag between walking to and from the room—it's kind of like that other episode. Where I was like, "Why is there?" He's like right on top of her, and then when she exits, he's like way behind her. I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's some bad editing, but anyway, um, I'm like, "How long is this walk from the kitchen?" Bit? And she's—you know—Susan's messing around with the plates and the flatware on the table, which I guess is also part of the living room now. Yeah. So he has a. I don't know if it's he just has a living room. He set up a table, or I think what? he set up the table in the living room. Yeah. So he says, "Susan," and she turns to stare at him, but doesn't say anything. Of course, the silence is too much for Steve, and he just bursts out with, "I love you." <laughs> and she rolls her eyes for God's sake. And yeah. Jane sulks. Thanks. Next chapter title is the Indignant Seven. <laughs> Dinner has started. The lights are now down low, and everyone eats quietly, aka silently, (laughs) by candlelight. Yeah. Jeff looks over at Steve, who's still mad at him, and he just shakes his head. No. So Steve tries to smile across the table at Susan, who's bitterly eating her meal, looking at him (laughs) like... Jane downs the rest of her drink, and Susan offers the bottle to her, like, hey, do you want me to refill? And Jane gives her this, like, go-to-hell look, (laughs) and turns away. Just as Sally puts her glass out for Susan to refill, but Susan is bit still better that Sally spilled the beans about the tape and retracts the wine. No, getting water. So Sally turns to Patrick and mouths, this is your fault. And Patrick, of course, has no idea what she's saying. No, he's clueless. He's like, what? And Jane takes a big bite of her meat and stares down at Jill as she's chewing it, <laughs> eating this meat. Oh. Jill looks at Steve who smiles and she frowns back and goes back to eating and Steve rolls his eyes <laughs> Jane puts down her napkin and walks over to what I'm assuming is the rack of lamb on the yeah. serving table Yeah, so everyone just watches her and she takes a big knife and stabs <laughs> the meat and goes <laughs> she just keeps making meh, meh, meh. And, then, yeah. and then she picks it up and goes mama <laughs> She like flings the meat practically across the room. 
<laughs> the fact that she made it onto her plate is just amazing to me. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so she sits down and starts to eat. And every time she like, cuts the piece of meat, she goes, Meh! and eats it. <laughs> she turns to Jill. And he, she's just, Jill's just seething. And says, if you like animals, you'll love lamb. <laughs> <laughs> she's so mean I was so like, mean. this is the first time I watched this and I totally went oh she's referencing that poster I totally forgot yeah yeah, yeah. if you like animals you'll love lamb like lamb oh dear she's that poor therapist honestly is she? oh poor thing hmm. Steve tells Jane to stop picking on her date and Jill says date and Steve corrects sorry friend friend <laughs> And Jane changes the conversation. So, Steve, Susan, tell us you've been using pornography. <laughs> and the next shot is like the epic shot where everyone just leans in and stares yeah, at him. Yeah, like like just looks at him like, because that's how you would feel in that moment. If someone said that or something embarrassing around the dinner table, that's what you feel like. Everyone just turns and stares and like looks at you. <laughs> And that's where the, their face gets flushed to get yeah. to embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I would just go red and like like a beetroot and be embarrassed. Yeah, it's, it yeah. takes practice to not yeah. do that. <laughs> and I haven't practiced enough. No, so. nor me. <laughs> so yeah, some of the faces are curious, some are happy, like Jeff. And Susan's just still pissed. She's still yeah. mad. And Steve tries to laugh it off using pornography. That's a strange expression, Jane. <laughs> I enjoy erotica, if that's what you mean. <laughs> but then, so does everyone. I certainly don't use pornography, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, Steve. he needs to take some lessons in bullshitting. Yeah. He continues, this makes me sound like uh, some kind of, uh, and Susan finishes, <laughs> yeah, wanker. <laughs> I, I feel like I had to say it in your term like, because we don't have that term at all. We don't oh, use thank you. Not at all. <gasps> oh, it's that's the term over here. So when I say it, I'd spelled out wanker. Yeah, that's how I would say it normally. Yes, yeah, so, so I have to say it like you. Yes, yeah, so wanker. Like wanker, <laughs> you know. So I have to say it that way because we don't use that term in the U.S. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's just a thing. We know what it means. You know, yeah. you, you know yeah, what that means, yeah. but we just don't. We don't call anybody that oh i normally do when i get road rage i go yeah. you effing wanker <laughs> yeah, yeah i say like son of a bitch asshole you know <laughs> that kind of thing son of a bitch <laughs> yeah. you. i'll say some mean things in the car you gotta watch out but um yeah. <laughs> we're like the same person justin honestly <laughs> we really are yeah so Jill says, if you if you two need any help on these issues, I've got a window coming up on a weekly basis, looking at Jane. <laughs> like, if you can't stand the meat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. That's what Jane says to her. And I'm like, what? <laughs> bad, bad metaphor use. No, bad yeah. phrase. Patrick tells Jill she's not really qualified to talk to them. And she's confused. And Jeff pipes up that Patrick means she's not qualified for the man-woman thing. <laughs> and uh steve and so she's like no i'm more than qualified and patrick says that well i mean academically and i'm like none of them realize she's a therapist still no. she's like no no no. i've got the list of credentials i can show you and patrick's well well that's not really my area and jill looks at him again and then notices the haircut and she's like oh, <laughs> she I goes see. oh oh right <laughs> that's why the man woman thing yeah <laughs> 
of course he's confused. And Jill says, you know, I should have realized because she thought that he was with Sally. But no, he's a big old Mo to her, apparently. And uh, Steve asks Jill to explain something. If a woman thinks something is a turn on, it's erotica. But if a man does, it's porn, which is completely true. It's mm. a totally true thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, at least for, you know, the year 2000. Um, mm. Women seem to like, like, they want to be seen as dainty. So it's erotica. That's a little more. Yeah, safe. yeah. And it's more, you know, but. Even if they like the same thing as men, they would still mm. say it was erotica. Yeah. But it, I started thinking, yeah, there is a difference between porn and erotica. Erotica alludes to things. Yes. Or it's such a situation that's, yeah. you know, that's enticing, that's horny or something, you know, like. Yeah. With so porn, like, you literally see it happening. Like, yeah. <laughs> so a bit like. You, mind. Yeah. So it's like Fifty Shades of Grey is mm-hmm. like erotica, isn't it? That's classed as erotica. Um, but if we had literally seen them in intercourse and seen yeah. both, you know, regions, it, then mm. that would have been porn. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Like porn, but it yeah. still would have been porn. Like I would, but actually I would have liked, I don't know if you, there's a movie out, it's called Short Bus. Oh. And it's, it, the actors in it literally consented to have sex on camera. Oh, okay. So they are actually actors. I've seen them in other things, several of them. Mm. And it's all about these people and there. There's different. One person has like anxiety. She can't um, orgasm. One person's been like abused in her life. So she's kind of having intimacy issues. They all yeah. have some kind of issue, you know, relationship, sexual issues. That they all kind of go through in the movie. It's yeah. a really good movie. And it's a real story. They really, they're well acted. Oh. Um, but you actually see the, you know, but you don't oh. get like turned on by it. No. Nah. It's just mm-hmm. kind of part of it, and it becomes. There's a little bit of erotica in there. Like there's some scenes where they go to this thing, and there's they, she's just she's sitting on the sidelines watching an orgy happen. Just watch it, you know. You can yeah. go in there and watch it, and um, that's the name of the the place they go to is called Short Bus oh, because okay. it's for all those special kids, you know. That's what it's supposed to be because the short bus was for all the you know the special kids, oh, the, right. the handicapped kids, the ones who yeah. you know. But we call they said for the special kids, like all the special people go yeah. to the short bus because that's where you know you learn. It's kind of there's like an open sex therapy type thing. It's very bohemian. Oh. It's really weird. Mm. It's a good movie though. You should oh, if you can. Like, yeah, I might check it. that out. Yeah, it was an indie flick. So, mm. um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah, he says, you know, well, this is, you know, what is important, you know, what's erotica? And Susan says, Steve has blurred vision of lesbian spank inferno. Yeah. Says, it's an erotic film. And she says, it's not even a film. <laughs> and he asks, why? Why do you assume it's not a proper, it doesn't have a proper story? And I'm like, it says it right there in the title, buddy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and Jeff gets up for more food and adds in, it's kind of hard to tell because you tend to fast forward if everyone is dressed. <laughs> And you can imagine Jeff doing that. Oh, you know, he does. You <laughs> yeah. know, he writes movies just for the naked scenes. <laughs> yeah. And he continues that he sometimes forgets and does that with proper films. He gets through <laughs> a lot of movies that way. <laughs> Jeff. Oh, Jeff. So Susan says, lesbian spank inferno does not count as erotica. But Steve and Jeff say otherwise, with Jeff saying it has 15 lesbians. <laughs> and Susan says, it's porn. And Steve says he doesn't call it porn immediately, and, and stupid Patrick goes, "Well, you called it porn in the pub." Yeah, it's just 
off I'm the like, cuff. <laughs> you not know when to shut your mouth, dude. Like, yeah, you called it him the up. <laughs> and Steve tells Patrick to get a new haircut. And Jill comes to his defense and says, I think it suits him. And Patrick's pouting says, you're about the only one. He's kind of like a sad child. You're the only person who does like it. And she says, I'll bet you lots of people who like it. (laughs) And gives him this like wink over the top. And Patrick's like. So he's thinking, why is she flirting with me? Right. He really needs to assess this haircut under normal conditions. <laughs> um, yeah, Steve brings the conversation back and says, how can you tell the difference between erotic, erotica and porn? And Susan says, a plot you can't summarize in diagrams. <laughs> and Steve says, like, okay, he asks, what film is erotic? And Susan says, well, excuse me, Sally says, well, I found the piano very erotic. <laughs> and he scoffs and says, come on, the piano? And Jane says, all men hate that film. But Jeff says he liked it because Holly Hunter was naked for most of it. (laughs) And Sally goes, she was nude in one scene. And Jeff says, depends on how you watch it. (laughs) So for Jeff, like he's fast forwarded everything apart from the nude scene. That's what I mean. This is like teenage Dustin, you know, who didn't have access to regular porn, didn't have the internet. So yeah, (laughs) like a guy and you get to see his butt or something in it. Yeah, I was watching that thing over and over. That's it. That's the only source of stuff I had. That's, so it's like Jeff is in that teenage mindset. So Steve says to Susan that she just assumes Lesbian Spank Inferno isn't a proper film without uh, with adult content. And she corrects him and says, no, the thing you assume is I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. And I love that because Steve's face is just a picture like, what? <laughs> I know. Another mic drop moment. So the silence is deafening. And... Steve just blurts out, I love you. <laughs> I'm like, you're an imbecile, I swear. Oh, yeah. And Susan says, prove you love me by giving us a detailed account of Lesbian Spank Inferno. Boom, a challenge. Yes, yes. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Sally sidetracks and says, I've never understood the male obsession with lesbianism. A whole area of sex with nothing for them to do. True that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really understand it either, but I mean, I'm gay. No. But. <laughs> Sally stops and realizes she just answered her own question. Wanka Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's why. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, Susan thinks men like to imagine they can get in there and convert the lesbians. And Patrick says, exactly. Prompting mm. Jill to say that she's surprised someone like him could be so easily diverted from their sexuality. And Patrick says, conversion can happen if you meet the right person. <laughs> And she says, that's an unusual view. And he adds, in fact, it's just a matter of sitting right next to the right person at dinner. Wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. totally flirting, thinks he's in and thinks he can convert who he thinks is a lesbian. Right? <laughs> and she's like, is this gay man she's hitting like, on what? me? <laughs> she says she's flattered. And she says she doesn't really agree with him, but thinks he's very kind. And he starts to fill up her wine glass with the brim, like, really? <laughs> and it's the way she does it as well. Like, she doesn't normally get the attention either. Mm-hmm. It's like, she's very like, oh, thank you. Like, she doesn't normally get that attention. So, Genuine. Yeah. 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 So he's like filling up her glass because he's all horny now. And he winks at Steve and yeah. Steve just mouths him, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> so Steve, you know, Susan brings it back to Lesbian Spank Inferno saying Steve's about to tell them about it unless he's embarrassed. And of course he is, but he's going to do it anyway. <laughs> He says, I have it quoted here. 
Lesbian Spank Inferno opens with five lesbian filmmakers, a collective, you might say, who are having a competition to see who can make the best lesbian film. And Susan says, filmmakers? And Steve says, yep, independent. They don't want to deal with the studio bosses, the focus groups, all that industry schmoozing. And Susan says, meaning they all have cameras in their bedrooms. (laughs) And Steve agrees, saying, neatly avoiding the whole studio system. (laughs) And she says, very clever. And then he continues into the opening act of the movie, has them all watching all their films to see who made the best one. (laughs) He confirms you get to see each of their films within the film as the, quote, tension mounts. Like, oh, God. (laughs) Jill asks if their films have all have plots, but Steve says they're more mood pieces. I like the way he tries to sell it like a serious no. piece. It's just like expressionistic. Yeah. Jeff says at the top of their voices. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole. <laughs> He's like, Jeff, stop helping me. <sighs> and so Steve summarizes that they watch the films, pick a winner, and that's the movie. And Susan asks, what's the winner get? A trophy or something? <laughs> and Steve says, they get a sort of a trophy. And Jeff says, trophy? Oh, that! And Susan asks, what kind of trophy? And Jeff says, three speeds! It has three speeds! (laughs) Come on, Susan, you know what that's all about. Come on. I mean, where does she also get off calling someone a wanker when she has that (laughs) that power tool in her freaking drawer? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. She won the trophy there. She really has no room to talk about anything. She's all, you know. Yeah. And all her batteries that go out. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve yells at Jeff, stop helping again. And Patrick brings up, what about the spanking? Much <laughs> to Steve's annoyance. It's like, Patrick, no, this isn't and the then, time. I know. And it, what's funny is that Sally seems a little too eager to hear about the spanking. Like, don't you think? She's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I can imagine that Sally would probably like that anyway. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Sally's so uptight that she can't help but have all these hidden desires yeah. that she's not letting free. Um, you know, she's like, you know, she secretly doesn't want to have to put on yeah. lotion. You know, that yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. She has to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. What about the spanking? Steve's like, well... As a spur to the future excellence among the lesbian film collective, they decide the loser, the one who made the worst film, better had a bit of a spanking. <laughs> he says it with such shame. Yeah. And uh, Sally says the, the worst filmmaker must be a bit pissed off. And Steve says, oddly enough, she suggests it. Yeah. And says, oh, she suggests it. Okay. Yeah, it says, strangely enough, she suggests it. (laughs) You should spank me. (laughs) And Jane says, it's not much of an inferno if it's only one person. And Steve says, it it goes on a bit. And Susan's like, you know, why? Why does it go on? And Steve's reluctant. Well, she keeps saying, ooh, don't stop. (laughs) And Jill's like, why? (laughs) And Steve says, I think she feels quite badly about her film. <laughs> it was a bad, bad film. Really bad film. Spank me harder. Susan says, it's still not much of an inferno. And he continues that the winner says, ooh, I want a spanking too. And Jill's like, why? And Susan says, two people, still not much of an inferno. And Steve says, well, then they all decided they all want a bit of a spanking. And Jill's like, yeah, but why? 
Oh, Steve's just at the point where he's just dug enough of the hole. He needs he to is. just stop. He's like, I don't, sister. I don't, <laughs> don't know anymore. He is so defeated. <laughs> and Steve hides his face in shame. And Jill asks how he could possibly enjoy a film like that. And Steve yells, because it's got naked women. <laughs> Look, I like naked women. I'm a bloke. We're supposed to like them. Scratch that, Steve. Shut up. Mm-hmm. We're born like that. Scratch that, Steve. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we all make like we're like naked women as soon as we're pulled out of one halfway down the birth canal. We're already enjoying the view. Oh, oh gosh. really? <laughs> so look, it, it's the four pillars of the male heterosexual psyche. We like naked women, stockings, lesbians, and Sean Connery, best as James Bond. <laughs> I think that's everybody, though. I don't think that's yeah. yeah. Because that is what being a boy is. And if you don't like it, darling, join a film collective. <laughs> and then he starts up again. He kind of, it almost seems like he stopped right there. Like, I'm done. Boom. Join yeah. And he takes a drink. And then he turns and he goes, I want to spend the rest of my life with the woman at the other end of that table there. But that does not stop me from wanting to see several thousand more naked bottoms before I die. Because that's what being a bloke is. When man invented fire, he didn't say, hey, let's cook. He said, great. Now we can see naked bottoms in the dark. <laughs> As soon as – I don't know who this is. I guess Caxton, but he's an inventor. So it says, as soon as Caxton invented the printing press, we were using it to make, hey, pictures of naked bottoms. <laughs> We've turned the entire internet into an enormous international database of naked bottoms. So you see the story of male achievement through the ages, feeble though it may have been, has been the story of our struggle to get the better look at your bottoms. Frankly, girls, I'm not sure you should be so in, as insulted as you pro, as you really ought to be. I'm not sure how insulted you really ought to be. Excuse me. Blah, blah, blah. And he kind of does that and mic drop. That's his mic drop moment. Yeah. And he sits down and he gets another drink and all the guys are like, oh, yay. And they yeah, start clapping him. Little, yeah. They do a little Jay and Silent Bob head weave thing. <laughs> yeah. Like celebrating his little speech. Douchey dorks. And uh, Susan gets up and you know, to join him asking, you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Oh. And, and he thinking, looks around. Run, I'm, Susan, run. <laughs> two months. <laughs> two months. <laughs> and you're already at odds this much. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's astonished. And poor Jane is crying. And Jean Le- Jill loans over. She goes, okay, Wednesday is good for you. <laughs> you're like, oh. Yeah. And the credits roll. Bum, ba-dum, 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 but wait, there's more. <laughs> it cuts to Patrick waking up in bed. Next to Jill. Yeah. He slowly turns to see her laying there and silently congratulates himself. <laughs> he thinks he's converted a lesbian and she thinks she's converted a gay guy. Yeah. End of episode. Oh, dear. I did like that little snippet at the end. I forgot all about it, too. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So what did you think, audience? Do you have a lesbian spank inferno in your collection? Do you have any funny pornos? You know, <laughs> yeah, tell you know, us, tell us. us. Yeah, need, leave us some messages. <laughs> have you ever gotten a gay haircut? Do you have friends that don't know how to keep their mouth shut? <laughs> you tell them things that are obviously you shouldn't be telling people. Have you ever been to an awkward dinner party? I want to know. We yeah, want to hear. Yeah, we want to hear. Tell us about it. Reach out to us on social media. Shelly is at Tales Point Horror Book Club on Instagram and Tales PHBC on Twitter. Not sure how much longer that's going to last, but hey, we're all on threads now anyway, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. 
Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. So let us know, give us some feedback, rate and review, all that good stuff. Share with your friends. Tell them you love us. Oh, yeah. And check out the Threadless shop. Make sure you check that in the, the link tree. That you're going to want to buy a shirt or Definitely. Something, you know, something. All that good stuff. Until next week, keep it real, y'all. Bye. Bye.